the side of the road with RAA Road Service Patrols just around the corner. All it takes is a quick call. Then you can get back to the important stuff, like listening to Beck and Soda's podcast. Become a member today. T's and C's apply. Visit raa.com.au. SAFM's Beck and Soda. Lisa Wolford, National Entertainment Writer for News Corp, is joining us. Lisa, great to have you in here. Um, geez, you've hit us up with some rippers lately. Uh, what have you got now that is on your list? Frasier. The reboot ah. of Frasier. I had not known this was even happening. Were you a huge Frasier band? No, I was Seinfeld. Yeah, but Frasier was good. It was a good spin-off from Cheers. Yeah. Um, very quick. I love his brother. Did he? Does he come back? No, see, that's the thing. That's what fans have been really worried about is Frasier is the only one to reprise his role. Right, So Kelsey right. Grammer's back. Obviously the dad, John Mahoney, the actor, yeah. died in yep. 2018. So there was a real worry, how is it going to work without the interplay? Um, so they brought two characters in that kind of replace mm. them. So Niles' son is definitely neurotic like his dad. Oh, yeah. And um, Frasier's son, Freddie, has that kind of down-to-earth relatability like his dad did. Right, yep. Um, and has it lived up to the hype or is it a bit of a disappointment? Look, the first two or three episodes are just really setting up the premise, so I urge people to kind of stick with it because yeah. if you're asking me for my Lisa ratings, I'd yeah. give early on the first two, maybe two Lisas Ooh, out of five. Right. But it works up to about... A three and a half, right. okay. I reckon, yeah. of the ones I've All seen. Right. And where do, we, where do we watch that? That is on Paramount+. Plus. Did you used to watch Cheers? No. Really? <laughs> no. Oh, it's got one where of the every... best theme songs of any TV yeah, show in where... history, Cheers. You never watched where it? Everyone Knows Your Name. Yeah. yeah. So you no, I've no, never watched it. Really? No. I love Cheers. And the phrase you obviously spun off that. Yeah, no. Challenge what? for this weekend then, Right. Back. No, I've got too long a list already. <laughs> Right, Frasier. So what are we getting? Averages out to about a three I reckon, a, yeah, a three. Three leases out of five. Three leases out of five. I love that um, little scoring system. Great to have you in here, Lise. Thanks. SAFM's Beck and Soda. Beck and Soda's Morning Quickie. Rita M joins us with some of the stories making news this morning. Good morning, guys. Hello, M. Well, uh, you know... When you're in the off-season of the mm-hmm. AFL season, things get a little bit busy on holiday. Simon Goodwin has saved a man's life in Bali. Wow. <laughs> Goody. Good on you, Goody. Goody. What's happened? So he was out surfing with a mate and uh, a young man jumped off a cliff into the water and dislocated his shoulder. So Goody paddled over and pulled him onto the board and got him to safety. What a wonderful story. I uh, I love this. The, the father of the, the kid who was in trouble or the summer who was in trouble <laughs> recognised him and started talking footy with him. <laughs> and Goody's like, let's just save, save the kid and then we can talk about footy afterwards when we get him what, to shore. Chatting footy while the kid's while rescuing, in all While rescuing, dragging the child from the sea. Actually, I don't know if it's a child. Come on, Dad. Old, mm. a man. Like, seriously. <laughs> Come on, Dad. Oh, it's Goody. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> oh, you... Footy chat. <laughs> Son's head's going underwater. Hang on a minute, Dad. I reckon I'd put my my son's life ahead of talking footy. I think would you do that. Mm. I imagine that son was probably safe at that stage. But yeah, I would mm. probably stay focused on the task at hand. But yeah, I reckon I would too. <laughs> a, a surf in Bali, yes, please. Yeah. Uh, and Aussie students doing their exams are being warned to carefully manage their caffeine intake. Mm. So some energy drinks have been found to have the equivalent of nine cans of Coke of wow. caffeine what? in them. <gasps> And three cups of coffee in one energy drink. There's a lot of energy drinks when you walk into the shops now, though. Mm. You know, I've never even heard of this one. G Fuel Tetris Blast. 
Me neither. I don't, Gee, I don't think we're the target audience. <laughs> <laughs> oh. no. When you walk in there, there's like rock star, mother, oh, V, yeah. Red Bull, G-Force. And so just like, just show me to the Earl Grey aisle. <laughs> Bang. <laughs> just give me something. Yeah, the only remember. time I drink an, an energy drink, a blue Gatorade, when you're hung, mm. Hits the spot. Right. You go yeah. blue, do you? Blue Gatorade when you've got a hangover, for some reason, is just the elixir of the gods. I actually there don't go. think there's any need to drink energy drinks, is there? Uh, well, as I said, that's the only reason I. Rehydration they... for that, in that instance, probably. Yeah, yeah exactly. Do you know when um, I was in year 12 and our kids are preparing for your exams right now, this is a, a good little piece of advice, right? <laughs> Um, I stupidly, and do not try this at home, Uh-oh. I didn't study until like a week before oh, the exam. Oh, you crammed. Right? I just smacked it in because I thought, you know what, I'm never going to remember this crap and I'm never going to need it in my life. Kids, again, do not try this at home. <laughs> yeah. So what I would do was I thought I'll just fit it all in a couple of days before and then I'll use it in the exam and then I'll let it go and it doesn't take up too much of my mind for like a year or so. Do you get what I mean? Because then I thought I can then think of other things. Anyway. <laughs> what, girls um, and football? Whatever, yeah, yeah, good stuff. And, and so what I used to do was on a Thursday night in the week before exams, we used to go to Arthur's Garage, right? And that's not a club or a venue. That's actually Arthur's Garage, who was my mate that uh, I went to school with. Called Arthur. Yeah, Arthur. Anyway, Arthur Apostolopoulos. Good morning, Arthur. And Arthur, while we would sit there and, you know, drink, a, I can't remember, Coca-Cola or something to keep us awake, Arthur would eat the um, instant coffee and crunch it. Mm. Like that straight out of the away. jar, yeah, like we'd the stay Nescafe awake. Blend yep. 43. We'd stay awake for the whole night, That's each, terrible. you know, in the build-up <laughs> to get through it. And Arthur, you hear him going, <laughs> and he was crunching Nescafe. Right. And how did you go on your exams? Yes. Oh, no, I passed. I was a school teacher. <laughs> yeah. Remember that? Mm. Yeah, I, remember yeah, I know, that. but you could have still, I don't know, done year 13. I don't know. Well, I'm not stupid. Oh, to all the year 13 students out there, including a lot of my friends. We'll get it right in year 12 and you don't have to worry about doing year 13. God. This is SAFM's Beck and Soda. Celebrity Gogglebox is back. Anthony Kalia and Tim Campbell, who were fabulous last season, are back for another season. And they join us now. Good morning, boys. Oh, good morning. Look, we were fabulous. I kind of put everything down to alcohol, let's be fair. I mean, (laughs) we drank a lot watching TV. That is a good point too. Is that the secret with this? You have a little tipple there? Oh, absolutely, because the more you drink, the loosey loose lips you get. And look, we, don't, we don't normally watch maths. It's the only way we can get through it. <laughs> what are some of the shows you're watching this time? Uh, well, to be honest, Tim and I are very highbrow when it comes to our TV viewing. Um, we're very much into Housewives. <laughs> Q&A maybe? No? Just all the lowbrow stuff? Uh, I'm obsessed with Q&A, to be honest. I am in love with Patricia Carvellis. Um, we do message each other on the on the DMs quite often. So, um, yeah, I go from Housewives to Q&A. <laughs> it's, it's the only time he'll watch ABC, otherwise he runs away. It's too, inte- too intellectual. It's not bad, though. You're at both ends of the spectrum there. Because uh, the Housewives yeah. franchise, it's everywhere now, isn't it? 
I'm waiting for them to do House Husbands of Melbourne, so then oh, I can sorry. be a part of it. <laughs> we, we would be cancelled in episode one. <laughs> you would be fabulous. Are you competitive as well on Gogglebox about like who's the funniest and who gets like the best lines and who gets the last laugh? Oh no, Tim can take that. I just look at him like with embarrassment, to be <laughs> honest. Yeah, he just says, "Are you doing more dad jokes again?" Like seriously, <laughs> because mo- most of his jokes I don't get. So I'm hoping that the rest of Australia gets it. <laughs> do you guys? Um, did you have a little discussion before you've done each series where you've said, look, we don't want people to see this side of us. We've got to be like that. Don't you do that because mm-hmm. – or do you just go for it? Well, we, we do say that. I mean, you've got to be a bit careful with TV. But by about the third Cosmopolitan martini, um, it's, it's free for all. And basically, <laughs> like, again, we could be cancelled after this episode. Who knows what makes it? Hey, um, <laughs> just recently on our show, we were talking about when you cry in public because I think Beck had some tears the other day. I had a little car park bingle and I had a little – Public oh, no. public breakdown. <laughs> oh. She was just looking for sympathy. Don't worry. She just wanted the bloke <laughs> to feel bad. But the funny thing was, Beck went into the chemist and the guy come out and he said to Beck, I can't believe you parked there because you weren't there when I went in. <laughs> We're thinking, oh, Jesus. Yeah, well, mate, 10 minutes later, people take the car parks. <laughs> Anyway. What, what's, what's the male version of a Karen? It sounds like that. <laughs> yeah, it it's, it's a Kevin. Anyway, so no, we... Kevin, he's a Kevin. <laughs> we took this call from uh, Chelsea and Elizabeth about when did you cry in public? Anthony, you're going to like this. I was in grade six mm-hmm. and Anthony Kalia had just come out and said that he was gay. He was on the front page of the newspaper. <laughs> yeah. I thought he was mega hot and had the biggest crush and bored my eyes out. Oh, oh Chelsea. <laughs> And then my sisters proceeded to email me that newspaper clipping for the next three or four weeks in the post. (laughs) (laughs) Anthony, she had you up on the wall ready to marry you at some point when she was a little older, Chels. I'll take a number and get in line. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Honestly, I, I actually know how she feels because I had Shannon Noll on my wall and found out, he found out he was straight. So it was all right. <laughs> Do you feel like a lucky, lucky man, Tim? Oh, look, I, I got the runner-up in all different ways. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just leave now. <laughs> Anthony Clear and Tim Campbell, we cannot wait to see you and your Cosmopolitans on Celebrity Gogglebox. Thanks for your time. Thanks. Hey. Have a good day. Thank you. You're listening to SAFM's Beck and Soda. Soda, I have an update for you on my recalcitrant child, my big man child, dog child, Wolfie, the Samoid. The the rescue dog. (laughs) Rescue dog. What's the big fella doing? So he hurt his nose. He's been digging around in the garden. Yeah. Uh, bit of a, a recap uh, for those who aren't familiar with my journey with Wolfie. We've had a very um, difficult relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, he has torn our house apart inside and out. Every door has been splintered. Um, he pooed on my Nana's rug that she yes. left me. Yeah. Um, weed on my side of the bed. Yeah. Marking his territory. Escaped and started swimming in the Torrens outlet and had to be rescued and pulled mm. to safety. Yeah. Uh, he also is terribly, terribly antisocial. He hates other dogs and we walk him on the beach and if he sees a dog within 200 metres, mm. he will pull with all of his strength and he's a huge dog to get to that dog to the po- to point where he has pulled me over before. It's Wolfie's Beach though. Yeah, everyone else is just living on it. Absolutely. He's got to stake his claim. So we needed to go to the vet for the first time yesterday, and that was a job for my husband, James, because I physically cannot mm. hold on to him. He is so strong. Yep. Um, so James had to phone ahead, and he said, you're going to have to 
clear reception for what? us to bring him in. What? Like that is to be a forward party no. so Wolfie can enter because he will actually, if there was a chihuahua in there, he, that would be a snack. It would be really? gone in one mouthful. He's got some issues. He's, He's got, got some issues. To, so anyway, we got some um, medication for his nose, but not only that, he has been diagnosed with anxiety. <laughs> How do they know? Look, I, and I know they put dogs on human medication now for things, you know, like depression and whatever. Yeah. How do you know a dog's got anxiety? What? <laughs> I think uh, you, it, the vet could tell that he was quite skittish and uncomfortable. And, um, yeah, so now he's come home with a prescription for, for some what? anxiety meds. What's he on? What? I, don't, I don't know. Is Prozac it, is it, or something? No, it's a, dog, it's a dog prescription. I don't know. How do they know a dog's got anxiety? Seriously. Well, because he lives with me. <laughs> That's a good point. Did James get his prescription filled while he was out as well? SAFM's Beck and Soda. Oh my gosh! Look at these trending topics. It has been dominated in the gossip headlines for weeks now, but the woman in me, the Britney Spears memoir, mm-hmm. is officially out today. Detailing, gosh, she's had a life. Her relationship with Justin Timberlake, uh, the head shaving incident. Yeah, she was part of the Mickey Mouse Club. The conservatorship. Um, but uh, perhaps the something we didn't know that's come out uh, yeah. in the last 24 hours is that she was actually runner-up to play the character that eventually went to Rachel McAdams in The Notebook. Really? Was such an iconic role. Do you right. love The Notebook? Never seen it. Oh, you, oh, my gosh. We have to have a movie night no, with the don't. tissues. I don't think we do. I've only seen it once because it's... So upset. It's just so emotional. No, uh, Ryan Gosling. Mm-hmm. Oh, same thing. No, they're not. Ryan Reynolds and Ryan Gosling are the same thing, but not Matthew. <laughs> right. The uh, Notebook. Is that what it's about? No, it's a love story, but it's got that oh. iconic like kissing in the rain scene. One of the most oh, iconic great. love scenes ever. There's nothing more romantic than kissing in the rain. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> when I sit there and think about yeah. just you know rekindling things and igniting the fire, I just think <laughs> I need rain. <laughs> That's so true. <laughs> Who has ever in real life actually kissed in the rain? I'm like, oh, my God, my hair's going to get frizzy. Let's get inside. Well, Matthew McConaughey and Rachel Adams have. No, Ryan, <laughs> Ryan Gosling. Ryan Reynolds yeah. has. Yes. With Ryan who? Gosling. Oh, Ryan. my gosh. Move on. I'm not good with pop culture, but. <laughs> I can't wait for a rainy day just to pass. <laughs> um, oh, there was another movie, um, Groundhog mm. Day. Mm. They pass in the rain as well. Oh. When she goes, is it raining? Yeah. I hadn't noticed. Yeah, what are the, one of the great rom Anyway, in Australian showbiz news, the replacement for Dr. Chris Brown on I'm a Celebrity to partner with Julia Morris has been announced. Now, Chris Brown and Julia Morris are an iconic duo. I think iconic's a little stretch, but no, no I understand. No, I love them. I love their vibe. She just I... fawned over him the whole time. Yeah, but it kind of worked. And she did it ironically. She wasn't legitimately in love with Dr. Chris Hang Brown. On. She did it ironically and they were iconic. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, so the new uh, co-host yeah, after so... Chris Brown went to seven is mm. Robert Irwin. 
Bob Irwin. Oh, Little Bob Irwin, Steve who's Irwin's now all kid. grown up. Well, when I say all grown up, he's 19. Oh. Big gig for a 19-year-old. Right. Why are you pulling that face? No, I'm just thinking it'd be like he's there with his mum. It's going <laughs> to be... Because there's a lot of sexu- sexual innuendo when she does well, her thing. Well, that's going to have to go. It's going to be very... Bobby. She's going to have to completely change... Oh, imagine if it rains stick. in the jungle. She'll try and pash him. <laughs> she will not! Jeez. She will not. Yeah. Anyway, I think... I love that show. I love Julia Morris. I think that will be a very interesting dynamic. Dynamic to watch. They should have tried to get Ryan Reynolds or Ryan Gosling <laughs> or Matthew McConaughey. That would have been better. This is SAFM's Beck and Soda. What are you looking at? <laughs> You're just a bit off this morning. Mm, well, okay. <laughs> Just a bit off. Expiry dates up. Okay. Uh, we are at the moment running a competition to find Adelaide's greatest snorer soda. Yes, we are. And this is off the back of uh, my mate Foggy, who's stayed over a couple of times recently because he commutes with work from Brisbane. I'm, I'm serious. Again last night, right? Because he stayed three nights this week he's going <laughs> to. He fell asleep while we were watching TV again. And he this makes this funny. noise. And I'll tell you what, coming up, oh, if you've got a great snorer in your household, make sure you record them and send it to us at safm.com.au. We've got some sort of freight train coming up just before 8.30. So one of our snorers yesterday not only snored, but walked and made a sandwich in the middle of the night. So it got us talking about what you did in your sleep. Mm. Um, Maddie from Door Park called in with this. So my husband, he told me that he wants to be a stripper and that I'm holding him back from all his dreams. (laughs) While he was asleep. <laughs> While he was asleep. I was laying there being like, oh, my God, am I actually holding him back from his dreams? And, like, I couldn't sleep all night and he didn't remember it in the morning. <laughs> what about that? The subconscious dangerous thing. I want to be a stripper and you're holding me back. <laughs> yeah. Okay, you reckon that's good? Yep, I do. Kirsty from Oakton had this clanger. Well, my girlfriend's mum caught her out um, trying to poo in the crisper. So what? she'd been sleepwalking, she opened the fridge, opened up the crisper drawer and was halfway through and her mum's walked in. <laughs> the crisper! Where you keep the lettuce! That's right. Imagine you're like, gee, this cucumber's a bit off. Keeping it fresh. <laughs> All right. Why, why do we keep the chiquitos <laughs> in the fridge? Is it going to melt? Oh, imagine. Is that, are they nuts? Oh, don't. Oh, well, the is carrot. That, is that corn? Okay, 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 okay. There's corn in the crisper. Add to the list, add to the conversation. What did you do in your sleep? We're looking for sleepwalkers with issues. (laughs) Megan in Hackham. Easily be done. Uh, What happened uh, when someone was asleep? Uh, Me and my husband went through this phase of playing Yahtzee each night. Yeah. Um, One night he sat up in his sleep and just yelled Yahtzee as loud as we could. (laughs) Scared me so much, I thought he was awake and he was actually asleep. Oh, <laughs> Megan, that's brilliant. Just yell out Yahtzee. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Wow, you were deep in the Yahtzee era. <laughs> <Yeah>. Fantastic. <laughs> uh, Teresa from Mount Barker, who does what in their sleep? Morning. Um, my daughter, she giggles and laughs in her sleep. Aww. So, yeah, it's actually, it's cute because I think it's her thinking of, I don't know, something funny that's happened during the day or, but it'll be dead quiet and then you'll just hear her cracking up laughing and then it goes quiet again. So, yeah, I can only imagine what she's thinking about, but it's very cute. Teresa, how old is she? 
She's four. Oh, that's great. You know, the sound of little kids and babies laughing, I reckon, mm. is one of the best sounds in the world. So when you're getting it through the night, I reckon that'd be quite comforting, wouldn't it, to hear that? Yeah, well, she only kind of did it, like, recently. She's a sleep talker, mm. um, so she'll say random things in her sleep, but more recently she'll just do a little giggle or a laugh. So, yeah, it's quite mm. sweet. But, yeah, that's her little thing. Mm. Oh, how cute. Mm. When you're at the age that you're thinking about your day and laughing and not thinking about your day and crying in your sleep. Absolutely. When you get to my age. <laughs> oh, big. There's counselling for that issue. Um, Annette from Salisbury Downs. Uh, Annette, uh, who does what in their sleep? So in our house, we have multiple sleep talkers. Right. But my daughter, Piper, who's nearly 20 now, between yeah. the ages of about six and nine, used to sleepwalk all the time. Right. And she would get up and get dressed for school or karate or netball at, like, 3 a.m. Really? And what would happen, like, would you try and wake her at that time? Or you meant to, actually, if people don't wake, are you meant to put them back to sleep or back to bed? It's actually really hard to wake them up anyway. We wouldn't try and wake her up, but it'd be like, no, no, it's not time. You need to get changed, get back into bed. That's (laughs) weird, isn't it? Oh, and she's ready she for karate. She's like, hi, yeah. Duck. SAFM's Beck and Soda. She's a beast. They call me Rachel. P- producer Rachel? Beck and Soda's Bride Silla. She's in the house. Hello, Bridezilla Rach. Good morning, guys. Okay, give us an update. What's the time countdown? 17 days, 7 hours, 24 minutes and 20 seconds. And you'll be getting married. I will be a wife. Close. Um, Can I ask, Rach, uh, your wonderful fiancé, Lockie, how's he dealing with everything at the moment with 17 days to go? Well, last night he said to me, why are you being such hard work? Which is rude because he needs to remember that I have been dreaming of this day since I was a little girl and it needs to be everything I ever hoped for and more. How's the setup been going? Is it everything you've hoped for in the build-up so far? There's been a few little hiccups which are causing me much stress. Now, one of those hiccups was Rebecca Morse attending your Hens Day the other day. And, well, after, Beck, I think your performance was questionable at best. I, look, I had a hangover. No. And I was... No excuses. I did start slowly. I was a little flat. Right. You were. I was a little flat, but I don't know if I deserve this roast. This is what you got. If you're going to come to a hen you'd think you'd come in a good mood, wouldn't you? <laughs> oh. Standing there, awkward, stiff as. <laughs> Can you just have more fun in the photos? You'd think you'd be good at it. And I had to tell you, loosen up, babe, or you're out. Thank right. God, my I made of honor got you a drink because woof, you were boring. <laughs> Ouch. That was the little critique of your hen show performance last week from Rach. And you stand by that, Rach? I absolutely stand by everything I said. But look, Beck, I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt. <gasps> I'm going to give you a chance to redeem yourself. I like this. And this is mainly because I'm a good person. <laughs> that remains to be seen. <laughs> Beck, I would love to invite you to my wedding. No! Yes. Really? 100%. Did someone pull out? Uh, yes, but... Oh, <laughs> but... oh he sacked someone because they didn't know his VP in time. Yes, we have some Yes, we have some room. But I do have some strict rules for you if you are going to come. What am I going to wear? Hang on, I've only got 17 days. I know, and you know you cannot wear white. Not, no even, white. not, even, a pat, not even a flower that has white in it? No, no white pants, no white dress, no white blazer. I don't care if it's cold, you'll freeze. Okay? <laughs> Heck, you're getting, you're Hang invited. On, what, let me check my diary. What if I can't 
17 days away. So what is it, the 11th? Of November. Yeah, it's been in my diary for a year. Cause... <laughs> okay. Okay, but I have some rules. And oh, you're so excited you are. So I have some rules that you must follow, okay. otherwise I will probably quit this breakfast radio show. Right. Okay. okay. You must not be late. You were late to my hen's day, which mm. was really disappointing. Yes, I You was. need to remember that I am the bride... I will be late. I will be making an entrance. You must not steal my thunder. Yep. Okay. That's fair enough. Yep, that's fair. I can accept oh, that. That's fair enough. <laughs> that was Rachel's voice, if anyone was wondering. That's fair enough with my own rule. At the ceremony, yep. don't you dare think about taking a seat, okay? What? You must stand at the back because those seats are for family and friends, not work colleagues. What if my heels are really <laughs> high and my feet are sore? Take your heels off, babe. You need to know your place at the back, okay? I'm serious. Okay. Yeah. All right. Oh, my God, you are too. Now, the ceremony will finish at 4.10 exactly according to my run sheet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. As soon as the ceremony has finished, you must leave because you're not invited to the reception. Drinks and canapes will be served at 4.10 on the dot and I don't want to pay for you, so you must, you must leave. I thought I, was getting, I thought I was getting promoted. I thought I was getting a call up to an actual invitation. No. I just get to watch you and then I have to go. Exactly right. Okay. If anyone's wondering... This is one hundred percent legit. I thought I was. I thought I was getting promoted to actually having a seat at the table. Well, no, you just got invited to the wedding. Well, the oh, not the reception. To the ceremony. Oh, just to the you're, ceremony. You're only invited to the ceremony, okay. and you still don't get a seat. You must stand at the back. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> yeah. Um, are you coming, Soda? Oh yeah, I'm, I'm being uh, invited a year ago. I wasn't seeing it. Yeah, I invited Soda ages ago because he gave me a present. He gave us a Soda Stream, and obviously that calls for an invite. I, I haven't got a present from you yet, so I, until you give me one, I gave you a Soda Stream at your engagement party. You did. Thank yeah. you. We use You're it every welcome. day. Can I have a champagne? Not absolutely not. Are you kidding me? The audacity, Bear. Are you serious? I am not paying for you. What don't you understand? Bring your own champagne. Bring your own glass. Glass because I am not paying for you. You need to leave. 410 on the dot. <laughs> if anyone is wondering, Rachel is 100% legitimate. There is no mayo on her bridezilla activity. Um, Deb from Walkley Heights has called us. Good morning, Deb. Good morning. What's happening, Deb? I, I am just, I'm listening and I'm getting angry as I'm driving into work because what a bridezilla. Like, back, you, if you don't deserve you as a friend, if you don't get a seat at a table, you just should not go, babe. You should not go. You're too good for her. Way too good for her. But she would be lucky to have you at her wedding because you're a celebrity. And uh, if she if she doesn't even give you a seat at the table, you tell her where to go. Say no, not going. Seriously, you you come out with me for the day. I'll show you off. Like seriously. Deb, we love your support for Beck. Uh, Producer Rach, um, she's just popped out of the studio, but she's on the microphone by the desk. Hi, Rach. Hi, guys. I heard everything you said, Deb. Really disappointed. (laughs) (laughs) I just think think you don't deserve her as a friend, really. Like, celebrity, Mm. you so Mm. grateful that she even wants to come to your wedding. Mm. Let alone tell you what she wear. Mm. And you should be so grateful she was in your photos at your hen's day. Like, you'd be lucky she was there. Deb, Deb I'm going to have to cut you off there. <laughs> okay, Beck and Soda. It's <laughs> AFM. <laughs> SAFM's Beck and Soda. Yep, 
You are going to hear me snore. We are looking for Adelaide's greatest snorer. So what you need to do is record someone who is driving you nuts because like it sounds like they're chopping wood or they're driving a freight train every single night next year, Rebecca. Or a 13-year-old girl screaming, which was one of the descriptions we had. We're weird. Yes, that was like... An air raid siren, I think, was the closest we got to it in the end. what it sounded like. Um, so all you need to do is go to safm.com.au and if you win, you could pick up that Dreamland Utopia Cathedral Ensemble bed worth $5,000 with a staycation for your partner who has to tolerate your snoring and there's a snoring survival oh. kit and everything coming your way. I'm if you snoring now. Deemed Adelaide's greatest <laughs> snorer. I beg your pardon. Uh, Adeline yes. has joined us. Uh, Adeline, thank you so much for entering. How are you How doing? How are you? I'm good, thanks. How are you? Very well. Okay, Beck, let's have a listen. This is the snoring that Adeline sent in. It almost sounds like ET at the end. Um, <laughs> so, Adeline, that's your husband, is it? No, no, that's my two-year-old son, Isaiah. Oh. That, is, that sound <laughs> comes out of a two-year-old body. Yes, it does. He's oh. only, uh, he was two um, in June, so he's a little wow. bit over two, but yes, that's uh, him. Let's just have another listen. Is a two-year-old? <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> Now you know it's a two-year-old. It actually sounds cute. When you're thinking it's your husband, you go, that's terrible. That's on a good day, by the way. Oh, and so does he snore like that every time he goes to sleep? Yes, he does. And I am just too terrified to ask the childcare um, workers whether he snores like that during the day. It's <laughs> <laughs> a fair point. He'd keep everyone awake, wouldn't he, with that? That's actually really cool. Yeah, yeah, it's very cute. <laughs> um, is your husband a snorer? Um, he's not actually. Daughter is, but my, my husband is not. I think it runs on my side of the family because both my um, brothers all sleep with a CPAC machine. Right. If your husband's not a snorer and your two kids are doing that, I reckon it's only come from one place. <laughs> uh, and what age, did he, what age did he start snoring? Was he like that from a little baby as well? No, he's only just um, started, I think, like just after he's turned two. Well, there you go. Yeah. Little Isaiah's got some power in that snore. Don't worry about that. (laughs) Oh, thank you, Adeline. No problem. This is SAFM's Beck and Soda. Give back to someone who's helped you. SAFM's Thank Bank with Beck and Soda. Who in your life would you like to thank? Uh, Mark Soderstrom, I'd like to thank you for gracing me with your dance moves this morning. You've been really bopping it out over there this morning. I'm up and about. You really are, mm. um, and I don't need to see you dance. Okay. <laughs> it's more like a little wiggle, mm-hmm. <laughs> but right. it is an opportunity to thank someone for a more serious reason mm. with our thank bank. You can register at safm.com.au, and it's Simone from Redwood Park who joins us in the studio this morning. And Simone, first of all, tell us about your son, Emmett. When Emmett was three, he mm. actually had a head injury, um, and he was one layer away from right through to his skull. It's caused a lot of issues, but we've also found out recently that he also has ASD level three, Mm -hmm. which has, I guess, helped us in a massive way. Is that Mm. autism? It is, yeah. So having 
some clarity of why things are the way they are has kind mm. of helped everybody. Are you happy to share with us where, um, what actually, so what actually happened to Emmett when he was a little fella? So Emmett actually is what I call my scary child. Um, he has a high pain tolerance. And so he has a lot of no fear, I guess you could say. Right. Um, and he was running and he ran as fast as he could down our hallway and he turned to go into a bedroom, missed the door and went straight into the door frame. Oh, poor um, man. Yeah. So that's kind of where it started. Yes. And then it's just kind of gone from there. So when you say it's a high pain tolerance... Mm-hmm. Like abnormally high, like abnormally well beyond high. what we'd yep. all have. So when he hit his head, we yep. didn't actually know the extent um, because he was fine. He appeared fine. Oh, Other than the right. big cut in his forehead, he was completely right. fine. <laughs> okay then, so who would you like to thank? Uh, I want to thank Kristen Cook, which is my son's teacher. When it came for Emmett starting school, um, there was a time where we didn't think he was going to start school. Mm. Kristen actually put her hand up and she took Emmett and she has for the last three years. So he's actually been in her class for three years in a row. So she's essentially taught reception and then as Emmett's gone, she's gone to one and to two. Mm -hmm. She definitely has. The reason being for her making those changes? Um, I guess because... She's a superhero. (laughs) That's the best word I can use to describe her because I don't honestly think a lot of people would do what she has done. So she's chosen to move up the grades to help Emmett. Help Emma and a couple of the other students wow. as well. Wow. Oh, what so a great teacher. Were there other teachers that had given up on him? Um, previously, yes. Not so much where he is now. Hmm. Um, but in the past, he was more seen as a child that was naughty and not so much, you know, a child that just needed a little bit of extra help. Hmm. And Kristen saw through all of that and... Yeah, she's a massive, massive part of how much he's thrived. Kristen's in the studio now with Simone. And Simone, what is it about Kristen that makes her so special? Everything. Like, I can't even put it into words. Like, and you know yourself, in the last couple of months, Emma has just picked up and thrived so much. And if it wasn't for you taking him on in the beginning, he wouldn't. Yeah. He's a pretty amazing human. Yeah. <laughs> How are you feeling right now? A bit shocked? <laughs> yeah, a little bit. <laughs> a yeah. bit teary? Yep, because it's your job. Kristen, why did you become a teacher? <laughs> to help kids. And to hear exactly what Simone has told you, that... They're the reason we do it. Yeah. Yep. There are a lot of teachers who probably wouldn't know how to how to handle him, and you, yeah. and you have dedicated yourself to following him through. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Um, and also, to Simone mention, you've sort of gone through Emmett through all the years of his schooling, mm. um, and you've done that with some of the other kids. Yep. You, you've, so you had him at reception to start with. Yep. You just become so attached to them. Yes, you do. Yep. So you just keep following through. Yeah, you just follow them through. And I said, you get to stay. The school I'm at, I've been at three years, so you get to see yeah. where they're going, and you're permanent yep. there, so you get to see yes. where they go. So you're obviously a mum already. Yep. Um, but you're like probably now a mum to a whole bunch of other kids, eh? There are still kids I follow from other schools that I check in with, with other teachers and other SSOs and, yeah. Wow. And they're the ones that you have to work harder for that you follow up on. Yeah. Because they challenge you and you see them grow and you get excited. Simone, how fortunate do you feel to have a teacher like Kristen when we can hear how dedicated she is and how caring? I can't even put it into words. I can't. See, my son had teachers that went above and beyond and, again, mm. you still reflect on them and think that they were amazing and they were life-changing to your kid. Yeah. Simone, where do you think um, Emmett would be if he didn't have a teacher like 
Christmas. Well, I know he wouldn't have started school straight away, so um, I feel like he probably wouldn't be picking up books the way he mm. does now because I feel like you had a massive part in him finding that because he never before it was no I don't want to do it you know he would push it away and it was no that's it I'm not doing it and then now like he can write his name and he's so excited when he does it like he'll come out and he'll show me and he'll be like look mum and I'm like oh my god because you know I feel like if he didn't have you someone who really cares then that probably wouldn't be the reality that it is now you know in the last three weeks he's just started writing sentences on his own and we yeah. he runs around the building because I send him around with his book to go go show go show and everyone everyone knows what an achievement it is yeah. for him to get there well we not only are here to so you can uh, hear Simone thank you in person, but we have some treats for you. We know that sometimes being a teacher is a bit of a thankless task um, and Simone tells us you don't have that much time for yourself. So we have a spa day for you at Blue Lagoon Float and Spa. Goodness. And we're going to send you uh, on an overnight staycation at Hotel Alba, which is uh, Adelaide's newest hotel on South Terrace. And that'll give you breakfast, late checkout and a bottle of wine. Ooh. So take whoever you want. Go by yourself if you want. <laughs> <laughs> Now, obviously, you don't get a lot of chance to take time for yourself, so we're forcing you to take time for yourself. You need to, in your little schedule, find a way, Kristen, yeah. to fit this into your life because obviously you do need a bit of downtime given you give, 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 give so much. So we've organised for you to go with your kids to the Adelaide Zoo to go and have a red panda encounter. Wow. Which would be great so they get to interact with the animals. Um, and we also have a big, big, big Edible Blooms chocolate basket <laughs> to come for you as well. Thank you. Very, very appreciated. <laughs> Brilliant. Well, there you go. Um, Simone, you've thanked someone who's so important in your life. Yes. She really is. I don't know what we're going to do next year. I'm still you. hovering. <laughs> I'm still hovering. It's a good question. So do you go up to the next year? No, he will go up. I'm junior primary. So right, so up. you'll be keeping an eye on things though? Oh, yeah. Well, well done on being such a brilliant teacher. Thank you. We need more of you around the world. <laughs> yes. SAFM's Beck and Soda. Six to nine weekdays. SAFM.